Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 6th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling good, feeling great even, I'd say. Whew, I, I dare to say it. Um, but yeah, no, overall we're good. You know, we're dealing with like, you know, the usual monthly woes that it is, you know, living living broke or whatever. But overall, like, I, I feel like my mentality is good this week. Just trying to stay positive, try to keep it that way. Trying to keep things, uh, what is it, how they say, glass half full. That might be some foreshadowing for this episode. But um, yeah, overall, things have been solid. No complaints. Work today was, it was work. Nothing, nothing wild. Another day in the life. Uh, let's see, food corner, nothing. Uh, I did uh, some coworkers. They had um, some cowtails uh, in the little like area, and I was like, I'm gonna take one. So um, I got, a, I had a cowtail. We'll call that my cheat. Um, it, even though it wasn't a big one, thank God. Because honestly, I'm hot. Maybe, I don't think this is a hot take. Cowtails are not that great. You know, they're essentially. I don't even know if I'm describing them correctly. I'm gonna actually Google what's in a cowtail. All right, let's just Google cowtails. Let's learn together. Cowtails. Uh, cowtails candy. You gonna explain to me what they're what's in them? Probably not. Um, chewy candy sticks made of caramel and filled with cream. Oh, it's cream. That's what that is. Sure, that dried powder, gummy-like substance that that's in. Okay, all right. Um, sure, cream. They're okay. Uh, I'd rate them like a four out of ten. Ten being good, one being bleh. But you know, I I I, I eat whatever. <laughs> I'd say the only candy I'm probably not gonna pick up. Uh, there's probably a few candies actually. Let me not get just to say one. Black licorice, not a big fan of. Turkish delights, not a big fan of. So there you go. Some fun facts for free. Um, all right. Let me um. Let me go ahead and take my, my normal intro starter break, you know, de-stress or whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm running out of cute ways to say this, but, you know, it is what it is. Ooh. Okie dokie. Um, from CNN, Japan will soon lose uh, will soon release Fukushima radioactive water into the ocean. How worried should we be? Japan will soon begin releasing treated radioactive water into the ocean following approval from the United Nations nuclear watchdog for a controversial plan that comes 12 years after the Fukushima nuclear meltdown. Uh, now, this meltdown was kind of like akin to like a Chernobyl incident. There was like an earthquake tsunami took place in 2011, damaged the facility, caused a really bad um, just uh, nuclear reactor leak or whatever. I'm not, I'm not a scientist, goddammit. But um, the water has just been a huge problem, and they have only been able to store it. Um, let me see. 
who is in charge of that. I should have that. Um, but they've only been able to store it. And if, at this point, they are just out, like they're maxed out on capacity. Um, let's see. The state-owned electricity firm Tokyo Electric Power Company, or TEPCO, has built over a thousand massive tanks to contain what is now a 1.32 million metric tons of wastewater, enough to fill more than 500 Olympic pools. So, essentially, though, they've been able to treat this down to, um, what they are calling safe levels to dump. That being said, there's still a um, hydrogen isotope called uh, radioactive tritium, uh, which cannot be taken away. Uh, There's currently no technology available to do so. But Japan's government and the IAEA say the contaminated water will be highly diluted and released slowly over decades. The that means the concentration of tritium will being released, excuse me, would be on par or lower than the amount uh, other countries allow and meet international safety and environmental regulations. They say. So they're saying like the the process like that they're going to go through in terms of dumping the water is going to wind up being. N- I don't know if they really are trying to say net neutral or whatever, but they are more or less saying it's not going to be harmful for the environment. It's not going to be harmful to humans. That being said, this is something that like it's just it's a very gun shy sus- like subject. Like Fukushima did a lot of damage to the area, and naturally fishermen are worried that like you're going to potentially be re-polluting areas that they've been trying to give as much time as they can to, you know, repopulate and be in healthy space. And potentially you're making things worse, uh, which is cutting into their commerce. Uh, It's also just a health concern because, yeah, you're saying that this isn't going to affect humans. Like, it's just such a little amount over so long. It's It's just not going to be an actual human effect but once again to the wildlife you just don't really know that and they're going to be exposed to this water every single day you know and i maybe once again this is still me being like just ah chemicals because the whole east palestine shit you know what i mean but i would be worried too I, i totally get it but at the same time i also understand that they're saying look we do not have the room we cannot make another facility to store more of this water we do have to get rid of it so you know if, if that is the fact if that fact is a wall then i do understand the logic of saying hey you guys can naysay this all you want but if you don't have a solution that's that's better or that works you know <laughs> we were gonna do this so i i know that it has been approved i know they had like the i forget the person's name once again, another thing I should have at the ready. Um, Rafael Grossi, who is chief of the International Atomic Energy Agency, which is the IAEA. I just said that first. Whoops. Um, he arrived on in Japan on Tuesday to visit Fukushima and present the UN body's safety review to Prime Minister Fumio Kishida. Now... Um, I think this is one of those things where they're they're trying to show like the symbolic, like saying, hey, look, 
I'm okaying this. I'm saying this is good. I'm on the scene. I'm looking at at this. I'm, I'm you know, thumbs up. Because I, I think internationally, even, you know, at home, this is just not playing well. Well, well. <laughs> and there, there are definitely people who are like, I'm worried. I'm concerned. I don't want this to happen. Um, but it looks like this is going to happen, period. So... So yeah, I don't know. This is something I've been kind of sitting on for the week. I figured I, you know, now would be a good time to talk about it. Um, speaking of chemicals and water, um, let's just keep this kind of conversation going, uh, just to a different pond, if you will. Uh, let's see. From the Hill, new study estimates forever chemicals may be found in forty-five percent of U.S. tap water. Yo, let's go. Let's fucking go. I'm so excited that in anticipation for the Barbie movie, I'm going to be plastic. I'm just going to be a Ken doll myself. Um, it's, it's so fucking cool. <laughs> uh, but a new federal study estimates the toxic forever chemicals can be found in 45% of U.S. tap water. Uh, I, I say all this because, look, I... I eat trash. I eat the worst kind of foods that you can eat. So I know from the food angle, I'm definitely getting plastics. I'm definitely eating microplastics or whatever the fuck. I'm fucked up there. But um, the conversation here is that there are forever chemicals, also known as PFAS, uh, which refer to a group of thousands of substances that linger in the human body and nature. They bioaccumulate instead of breaking down. Exposure to PFAS which stands for per and polyfluorocryl substances, has been linked to health problems, including kidney and testicular cancer, thyroid disease, and high cholesterol. Uh, Let's see. A new study announced Wednesday from the U.S. Geological Survey, or the USGS, used modeling based on samples taken from 716 locations, to determine that nearly half of the country's tap water contains the substances. Uh, The study found that urban areas are more at risk than rural areas, finding the substances in about 70% of areas that are either urban or have a known history of PFAS contamination, compared to just 8% of rural areas. It also found that substances may be more common in the Great Plains, Great Lakes, Eastern Seaboard, and Central and Southern California regions. Man, it's so dope. It's so cool. Um, I just feel like we are, we found a way just over time, inch by inch, centimeter by centimeter, just fuck up the world so bad, make this place so inhabitable that we are now like, just born in a living organic coffin <laughs> that is killing us and allowing us to live as we feed off of it at the same time it's it's a sweet sweet synergy um i don't know i found this interesting i thought it was a cool update you know just in the last time we kind of talked about this with the whole microplastics i feel like this is just more of that kind of thing um now you just have chemicals in your body that are so bad for your body but it's literally in your water and yeah, I'm not a bottled water berry. I'm sorry. I don't have it in my budget. And uh, yeah, I'm drinking that water straight from the tap. <laughs> so it's going down for real. <laughs> if I uh, get any of those, uh, you know, things we listed, I mean, hey, we'll probably know. 
All right, uh, let's move on to the next thing. Let's see, it comes from news.com.au. Uh, tirade over cop charged with tasering 95-year-old great-grandmother. Um, I do got to say this tirade, tirade thing, it feels very clickbaity. It feels like performative by the magistrate. Um, essentially, that's like Australian for judge in this situation. I think I'm getting that right. Um, g'day, mate. But a magistrate angrily expressed his absolute disgust at the state prosecutor after a NSW, which I believe is North South Wales police officer, was charged with tasering 95-year-old great-grandmother Claire Nowland. Now, also, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if I've actually talked about this. At this point, I'm running so much news, I'm listening to so much news, I don't know if I've actually covered it on the pod or not. So if this is an update, cool, it's an update, but I'm pretty sure I haven't covered this. But essentially, the situation at hand, Claire Nowland, she um, had dementia, and um, she was in a nursing home. And the situation devolved that she is walker in one hand, knife in the other. And they call two police, uh, you know, two, I, maybe they're called constables. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Uh, they come and uh, Christian, I believe that's how you say it. Yeah, because it's Christian with a K. Love that. Uh, Christian White, 33 years old. Uh, I do not know the name of the female officer. But they arrive on the scene and essentially, she starts, she starts, you know, coming towards them. I mean, in, in only a way that you can as a 95-year-old woman with a walker in one hand and a knife in the other. And I, I can just picture this. It just feels like so, like, like Cornetto, like, trilogy, like, you know, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead type shit, where, like, they're looking at each other and they're like, uh, like uh, the 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 woman officer, she goes, "Hey, I can handle it. Like, I can I can probably get the knife." And uh, essentially, White he goes, he literally says, "Bugger it!" And he gets his taser and he tasers Nowland. And obviously, she reacts poorly to being tased. Being a ninety five year old woman, she hits the ground, like bumps her head, uh, and inevitably winds up dying. Now, she was surrounded by her family, which is at least good, you know, hey, but, um, like, what the fuck? Like, you didn't have to do this, and now we find ourselves here in a courtroom. Now, Christian White, he appeared via a audiovisual link in Kuma, Kuma, Kuma local court on Wednesday after being charged with discharging his weapon at a, at the dementia patient at an aged care facility in Kuma, who fell backwards and sustained fatal injuries. On Wednesday, Magistrate Roger Clistel blasted, blasted the Crown Prosecutor's decision to allow the suspended police officer to appear in court virtually. Who runs this court, Miss Stewart? You or me? He asked the Crown Prosecutor Sally Stewart in a raised voice. He said he felt absolute disgust that the decision had blindsided him, which meant uh, that Dumbo sitting here on the bench has to, uh, bench just has to suck it up. Uh, whatever. He's just essentially mauling over the fact that, um, like, because it's such a high-profile case, uh, he had, like, made sure that, you know, there was security, everything was, you know, like, he was supposed to more or less get his, 
I don't know if it's a perp walk, you would say, but essentially he was supposed to have his day in court in court. And he was just upset about that. But essentially, post that, he just proceeds to, like, you know, say, okay, like, he can just remain on his own reconnaissance, more or less. Like, I don't even think he actually appear in court for the next um, part of it. Like, it's just going to be virtual. So it's like, why, why make this big kerfuffle? Why make this big fucking fuss if you're just going to, like, say, oh, no, it's cool. You know, just do your thing. Like, you know, we'll just do the whole, you know, audiovisual bullshit. Like, I would, if he's going to have his day as court and you're going to raw dog him, okay, cool, raw dog him, do that, I guess. You know what I mean? The end of the day, an old lady died because he was like, ah, fuck it, I'm just lazy today. Because <laughs> um, there's just no shot that this man feared for his safety. Uh, but, um, needless to say, I, if I haven't covered this, then we're covering it now. We got our toehold in. I would like to see how this shakes out and, uh, you know, see what his sentencing is going to be or if he's even going to get found guilty. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I, I do think that this magistrate is just being performative. So, you know, it is what it is. Now, um, I got one more thing to cover before I let you go. It means I'm going to take my classic last break and then um, we will close it out. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I'm literally looking at an ad right now. Uh, gotta love Fox Nation. Uh, Rob Schneider woke up in America. <laughs> Fuck. I hate Rob Schneider now, dude. I miss when he was just like Adam Sandler's fucking anal bead. You know what I mean? Like, that was the apex of his career, and I wish he was just cool with that. But now he is he's falling off, and now he's got to blame it on the fucking woke left. Oh, my God. So fucking dumb, dude. Ugh. All right. All right, so I got bad news about some old good news. Um, so I, I covered uh, the story of Rudy uh, Furious the other day, and I was like, okay, this is definitely like a crazy miracle situation. Someone who was, you know, who was missing, now found eight years later. Like, I don't know how this happened, but crazy. We'll take it. Dubs where we can't. Uh, it turns out that maybe things aren't looking as rosy as I thought for this good news. So I, I definitely, when I saw this, I was like, okay, we got a part two. Um, from the insider, what really happened to Rudy Furious? Mom, Janie, lied to private investigators on missing persons case for years, they say. So this was pretty fucking shocking to me. I definitely feel like I'm even seeing, like, these, like, you know how you see, like, the feel-good, like, um, TikTok reels or what, whatever the fuck you want to call them, of, like, covering, like, short coverage on a case. Sometimes I think about doing those kind of things, but I'm just too fucking lazy, so props to the motherfuckers who do that shit. Kudos. But, like, I saw someone covering this news about him being found, and I was like, oh, oh, no, oh, no, I don't think they know yet, um, but let's see. Four private investigators who tried to find Rudy Farias, the Houston teen reported missing in 2015, told insiders that they are hardly surprised that the miracle of his recent reappearance is shaping up to be more like a nightmare. Something doesn't add up, 
said Brenda Paradise, one of the investigators who was quoted in some of the earliest stories about Farius's disappearance, including the NBC's Dateline. There's something dark and dirty here. Um, as well, there's a local activist, Quanell X, who also speaks out to the press. Um, but Janie Santana, oh, I'm just butchering that name there. Janie Santana, Ferris's mother, did not return Insider's multiple requests for comment. It is unclear if she is with Ferris while the investigation continues. Because, like I said, I, and, and I thought that this, this kid was in a hospital, but it turns out, like, there was, uh, you know, a photo posted of what is said to be Rudy. He's, like, in a hospital bed, but you can't see his face. You really can't see him. But essentially, even the investigator said after looking at that photo, there's, like, that's not, like, I don't know who that is. Like, I don't know who that is. I cannot tell you that that's Rudy. And that, that there's even, like, actual reports that Rudy has been seen in his own neighborhood. Like, there's talks of, like, family that are like, yeah, no, we, we hung out with him. We were literally, he was hanging out in the garage the other, like, you know, and we were laughing. We were hanging out. Actually, let me just go ahead and read here. But some neighbors told a local television network that they'd seen Farius around the neighborhood for years. He used to come to my garage, chill with my cousin, son, and daughter. Uh, that was Keisha Ross, a neighbor of the family. Uh, let's see. Also throughout this, like, the insider is like, yo, we kept trying to, like, talk to these people, but no one was talking to us. They only talked to these other people. <laughs> um, so that, that, I bet that feels bad, man. Um, but, um, Broderick Connolly, Ross's cousin, said he and Rudy shared laughing good times. Another neighbor told the station that the guy they knew as Dolph, which is short for Rudolph, uh, had been living at his mother's house for years. <sighs> Excuse me. Also, it's alleged, too, that not only that, uh, not only did, um, Santana hide Rudy away, um, it's also, I, I guess, apparently, like, it was thought that, like, oh, he was abducted by someone, and now he's in Mexico, and that's where they think he is, and they were trying to, like, do a fundraiser, like, a GoFundMe to, um, you know, support that effort, but all the investigators who got anywhere close to this are like, no, something is wrong here, this isn't adding up, this isn't, like, this isn't right, like, no, like, and they would literally go, some would even go up to her and be like, no, I'm not participating anymore, like, in this scam that you're trying to pull, lady, I'm out, so there's a lot of red flags here, apparently, it, like, I don't want to, like, this is definitely where we got to go, like, allegedly, or whatever, but, um, I think it's from, like, the Hollywood Reporter, where they're saying, like, look, like, this kid, essentially, they faked the abduction, and there was a backpack found, there was an asthma inhaler found, but Rudy didn't have asthma, inside the contents of the bag were homework to a child that was not Rudy, like, like, you found the dogs that he was walking, but not him, like, like there's just so many holes when you actually put a lens to this it feels very weird plus not to mention some of the accusations against santana that like she made she was making rudy sleep in the same bed um it said that he had bruises on his body that some were old some were new but if he hasn't left then who is the person inflicting those bruises like 
it's just a lot and i and i it feels definitely feels like i'm i'm just touching the surface of a big iceberg so naturally this is definitely going to be a story anything i hear i'm gonna you know talk about on the podcast but man i was like hey let's just talk about some good news let's just talk about uh you know a boy being found also another thing too before you know before we move off there was an investigator that said yo why are we using a photo of uh Farius, like that's he's 14 years old which is the photo i posted for the, in the thumbnail and she's like well and this is santana she goes well i i want people to be as empathetic as possible meanwhile i believe the same investigator is saying i think it's weird that she's not even getting the age right we have to literally now fix like like she was saying in the process we had to fix um like flyers and shit because she was giving us the wrong age and not to mention she was coming to the fundraiser and like not even caring and in that situation hey people grieve differently they go through stressful uh, situations like this uh, their own way but i can understand the suspicion saying like look this is not adding up why are you coming late to your own fundraiser for your child not to mention you're saying there's communications that are like, this is not authentic. And, you know, I don't love using that word sometimes, but this just looks fake. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I did not see this uh, plot twist coming. So I figured, you know, hey, let's just go ahead and cover it. Let's just put it up. Um, that's all I got for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, let's see. If you would like to help out, support the effort, I do have a Patreon. Patreon.com. So there's a news. Uh, you get access to newsy status. You become a newsy. Hell yeah. Boop-a-doo. Um, I say your name on the podcast. I also plug any project you're doing. And also, free ways to hit me up. IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. Also, I'm on Facebook. Also, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Tumblr. Uh, I'm on all that shit. Actually, I'm on Threads. Yeah, that's right. We're on Threads, baby. Uh, you can hit me up there for sure. Why not? Or I guess you can comment. I don't think they have a messenger. Whatever. That, that's another podcast episode, I'm sure, if I want to talk about that. Um, let's see. That Oh, YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the, the thumbs ups. All the good reviews, please. Thank you. Love to see that. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.